Hello and welcome to my podcast. This is How to Build a Creative Business in a Noisy World, a podcast where you can find the best information to help you start from the ground up, to help you realize that creativity is a path that you can pursue and also to share some of my life stories so that you can really get to know me and the journey that I have had to get to where I am today as a professional painter, educator, and podcaster. Thanks for listening and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi and welcome to my podcast. My name is Ali Hart and today we're talking to Abe Sesse. You will know that the Hindsight series is where I um, am speaking to creatives, business folk, people who are making waves in the industry who I respect and admire and I just want to share their story. So today I have Abe. You will know if you've listened to my podcast for a while that I have an Abe too. This is Abe with an I. So hi, Abe. It's very good to have you. It's nice to be here, Ali. And what an introduction. You you respect me. and Yeah, and, yeah, I do, I do. Should I not have said that? No, you absolutely should have said it. I, I'll, I'll take that. No problem. Good. Well, I'll I like love, you. Sorry, just before, what I love is that you, I, I only know one other Abe in the world, my dad. And ah. your son is Abe. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah, well, whenever I was heavily pregnant in the car, you were on the radio. So I'll get to that about Abe, this Abe, in a minute. But I was heavily pregnant. We were going through different names. And my Michael was like, Abe's awesome. Abe with an A. Because I wanted a, uh, anyway, I have boys, all boys. So I wanted something linked because I knew this was the last baby. So uh-huh. he has my initials. So it was Abe with an A. But if you'd like to tell us a little bit about what you do, because you are a radio presenter, but also, can I say voiceover, but like you're also a presenter off radio too, because that's where I first met you when we were doing the uh-huh. Health and Fitness Awards. I don't do a lot of it, but yeah, I've been doing more and more of it. Um, like uh, comparing, hosting events, award ceremonies, like the Business Awards uh, and things like that. But primarily, yeah, Q Radio drive time four to seven monday to friday sunday mornings as well so that that's my 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 thing that's my um bread and butter if you like brilliant and that is um for anybody because we've quite a lot of listeners in the states and you can actually stream that because whenever i was in travel i was traveling six for six weeks with my abe and two years ago we were able to stream it so they can stream Uh yeah you can worldwide on the web it's it's uh it's all good and we, do have, so, and we do have listeners all over the world as well. I have a regular listener listens every day while working in his office in New York, fast. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, where's he going there? Oh, um, I've actually talked worldwide. Uh, Sam Ingram from Australia is trying to FaceTime me. So okay. Sammy is going to get declined. Sorry about that. You I'm are. back. That's night. It's probably nighttime over there. Anyway, don't worry, I can take that out. Well, also, why would I take it out whenever you sound so popular? Someone getting in touch with you in um, Australia. Great. So that is, and you're also a dad as well. Do you want to tell us just a little bit about you? Do you want to even just do a line or two about if I was to say? Uh, yeah. What, okay. yeah. Um, dad of four, as you just mentioned, uh, Katie's 18, Molly's 15, uh, Daniel's 10, Stephen's 11. So they're all steps and stairs, but um, yeah, married to Colleen, who I believe you've known for longer than me. Oh. Oh, we'll have to 
talk about yeah, that. Yeah, because I definitely up. like zoomed in and creeped because I quite like there's days you would put up on a Sunday that you're having mm-hmm. like fizz and that's someone that I definitely yeah. Uh, yeah, well, um, I think you and Colleen danced together back in London in the millennium. Does this ring a bell? Yes, when I was in France, what school did she go to? She was in Dromore High. There you go. Yeah, yeah with so Emma, Emma from Dromore High too. Uh, so you See how embarrassing because that was priceless. That was the Millennium Dome. Yeah, that was great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I've seen the videos and the photographs. <laughs> but we'll not embarrass you too much right now. No, I really want to connect with Colleen then again because I didn't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, so I've been married to Colleen from 2008. Um, and yeah, um, we live in Lambeg. Colleen's a classroom assistant, um, makeup artist. Um, she does some of that as well. So it's pretty full on here, Ali, in our house, as you can imagine. Well, Abe and I were just talking there about uh, the homeschooling or emergency schooling, as I like to call it. Um, I've actually found this week really difficult, so much so that my husband took the younger two there just so I could get a little bit of uh, work Uh because um, just even yesterday I found notes a note from a teacher saying uh, he's really struggling with this what about one of the boys and the guilt because I'm um, I'm a creative and that's what we're talking about here creative like I'm not uh, mathematical I feel like the weight of that on my shoulders is a bit of a detriment to the schooling system to be honest but how are you finding all that are you sharing the load then or what was it working your house well, it's nice that you can offload your two and your husband can take them to school. That's, that's just a one-off because he could see I was just absolutely, because uh, he's, yeah, he, he's been working the long and I'm working late at night and he could see I was just not coping. It was that or the GP, really. Yeah, well, he can take ours any, any more than he wants yeah. to slide by. But no, it, it's, it's, it's not easy, you know, and it's, it isn't easy on the kids either. Yeah. Ali, you know, um. Stevens at the year he's doing it well was supposed to be doing his transfer test obviously oh, that's right. going to happen yeah so there's a, bit, there's a big question mark over uh how that's going to work what school he's going to go to off the back of that yeah. and um yeah it's 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 not nice it's not it's easy you know? so tell me then about um how in terms of education with you then where you if you're happy to share that um, yeah, how you go way back. Yeah, it's uh, really cool to hear the story. Just right. So, in a nutshell, uh, I'm 40. I turned 40 last September. Oh, Michael, uh, same as Michael, 1980. Mm-hmm, 80 September 80. Um, I was born here in Belfast. My father, he's from West Africa. Right. So, my dad, he, he moved here in 1976 to get his doctorate at Queens. Right. Met my mum. She was okay. uh, a um, a dental nurse in Stranmillis and that was my dad's practice that's how they met I came along in 1980 yeah. and my dad had the intentions of going back to Sierra Leone where he's from um I came along like I said in 1980 changed plans a bit and then mum and, and dad decided to relocate back to Sierra Leone in 81 bringing me along so we, we lived in Sierra Leone for, for almost three years and then mom wasn't for her. So we decided to come back to Northern Ireland. So we've been here from 1983. Right. So that's that part of it. We lived in Lambeg. I went to St. Coleman School in Lambeg where our kids go to. Yeah. We're calling works. So right. we'll have a close association with St. Coleman's. We 
Um, after St. Columbus, I went to St. Patrick's in Lisburn. Yeah. Um, after St. Patrick's, I, I wanted to, I didn't know really what I wanted to do with my life as a career. Um, I was always in the cars, so I wanted to be a mechanic. So right. I did my three years in Lisburn Tech, uh, my motor vehicle. I went on to do a further two years in auto electrics, uh, which, which I loved. I worked then, that, that took me to Coca-Cola and I worked in the garage in Coca-Cola, working in the, the vans and the lorries and the forklifts, anything with wheels on it, I worked on it. Then I got an opportunity to, they were launching River Rock and uh, Brona Cullen. Um, That's right, the water in River Rock, yes, when I, I remember water. the launch, yeah, yeah. The launch, My cousin so, actually worked in Coca-Cola, but she's passed away now, but I remember that. Oh, really? Uh, so it was a big, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of staff, yeah. weren't there? Yeah. I was one of the original water boys, as they, as they call it, so we helped launch River Rock, put it on the map, which we did very successfully and then that took me naturally and I was I had worked part-time on the events team okay. in Coca-Cola as well so I, I was in the garage working in the garage I was working in sales working on the events team uh, and I was all over the place and that um, I worked in sales within Coke for about two years and then sales wasn't for me right yeah so handed my notice in um, at that at that particular point I'd already been DJing in, in bars and clubs so I had an income still coming in yeah um when was this so we're going back now this is nine this is about 1999 okay what clubs oh I'd have been um in, in the parlor in the egg the um club I, I had just started the groovy train about two thousand and best one, Friday night out, best ever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Getting your groove on back to the 70s and 80s. So um but but yeah I'd worked in the Mercury. It was a bar on the Armour Road. Um worked in Dine Royal in Lisburn. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So um so that was that. Where am I now? I'm in 2000 and, and two or three after leaving coke a friend of mine he worked for the auto trader mm-hmm. called me up knew that i was um free available during the day he said we have a, an opportunity here for a photo agent basically okay. taking photographs across northern ireland for the cars. auto trader magazine of, right. of cars of tractors of you name it i photographed it um from a, a job that was initially supposed to be i don't know a couple of weeks months Ten years later, I was still doing it. Wow! So, um, coming to the end of that, I got into radio. Okay. And I started in City Beat. Started doing you know weekends and evenings and things like that. And kind of by accident, Ali, it, it all of a sudden was a full time job. Okay. And how? So, well, first of all, my dad was a mechanic. Um, uh-huh. and my I love I love cars too and I just got my first ever new car oh um, like you. by a lease you know so um yeah. after years of the seven-seater people car which there's nothing wrong with um I, I got, still got one car which is one of my goals but uh we also had vintage cars growing up so cars auto trader was always in our house even yeah. after my dad died um, uh, but so how does the, the likes of that because you said about the, the radio how did that come about just somebody heard you DJ and said would you ever 
you've a voice for radio or something you know how does well that i i I, as I said, I was always working in clubs, bars and clubs and a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, Trevor Tessily. Okay. Um, Trevor had been DJing for many, many, many years also in bars and clubs and Trevor was diagnosed with cancer, but well, cancer. And he had always been chirping in my ear, you need to be on the radio, you need to be on the radio. And long story short, Trevor passed away and it was something that, that I thought, right, you know what? I'm going to do this and, and I sent a demo to um, City Beat yeah. and Jippo Ballantyne was the program director at the time and within two days he rang me and he said can you call down for a chat okay. so I went down and met him on the armor road and literally by the end of that week I was training up in this studio right. and I think it was my first show solo. Um, well, I was working in the box nightclub every, every Wednesday night, and then I came out, out of there at two o'clock in the morning, went to the radio station at three when there's nobody listening to the radio because that's yeah. the time you make your mistakes, you know, then. Um, and then Chip rang me the following week and said, Listen, Stephen Clements, uh, he, he needs a I think it was a Monday or Tuesday. He, he did the Monday and Tuesday evening at the time on City Beat and he needed off. And would you step in? Right, that's it. Yep, myself. Yeah. I thought, right, oh my God. So, and, and yeah, I've been on basically ever since. Well, just uh, for anybody that's listening to the podcast as well, I take it these are all C- CDs or the books? They're all CDs. No, the, yeah, these are CDs. This is um, a, my a very eclectic um, collection of CDs and records. There's some records in there as well. And whiskey. Oh, I, I can see the ball in the top. top. Um, well, that, so it's not just about DJing or um, being on the radio then. Music is very much a passion of yeah. yours. So that, yeah. um, and did you feel the two merged quite well? Because um, in terms yeah. of, you said you have a voice, but, but obviously the confidence behind that. I didn't have the confidence. No, it's something that I never, even DJing in clubs, bars and clubs, it's something that I never really Even with the of. wig on, doing a dance and no? Well... <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that, Ali, because um, with the wig on and with the glasses on and the white suit, you become a different person mm. and you and you can hide behind that character. I feel like, like myself and Colleen in the Millennium Dome, you know, back yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you let yourself go that wee bit more. Yeah. Brilliant. You know, my, my alter ego back then, JJ Jackson and me, it yeah. says they are, are like, polar opposites you know what I mean but you could hide behind that and I remember I had Kate Conway on and um, I didn't know Stephen Clements very well but I I knew him I would have obviously seen him whenever I'd been at City or well Q Radio and then Mm -hmm. at one of the few of the cancer fund for children events um so did you and and people who who listen to Kate will know that um Stephen is no longer with us but one of the things I remember speaking to the two of them about was how Kate let Stephen kind of do all the technical side of it. Is that something yeah. that you picked up easily, or? Yeah, because I had been on the on the theaters and knobs, if you like, in the bars and clubs. Right. So yeah, I'm very. I would be quite tacky and and in the gadgets and my, my stuff. Yeah. So yeah, 
that that came pretty quickly, thankfully. And did you, so the auto trader then that, um, did you just decide 10 years was enough? You rounded it up at 10, did you? Well, no, it, it, it kind of naturally came to an end as okay. the, the, the years progressed and technology. Um, Online. Pro- progress yeah people that i was going to taking photographs taking payment taking a description uh-huh. and as the years went on people were, were taking photographs on their phone they were yeah. paying with their card they were emailing and so that naturally did away with the photo agents so yeah. it, it came to an end well that's probably quite a good um time to ask you then about social media and about how the, you've noticed a change so even whenever well i know lockdown's different but nights out um so like if you talk about the groovy train on a Friday night when I would have gone with my friend Lynn and we and then there would have been a group of us. It was like a text message and you met and then you went out. But even now that's changed so much. You know, you're ringing, sending them at the door. Obviously, we're during lockdown, so there's none of that happening. And then things on social media, like stories, I can walk right up to the yeah. have my you know, fancy outfit or in the toilets, whatever. Do you have you what's your take on the, the progression of that linked with? radio and linked with a personality in the radio because I um didn't even expect you on New Year's Eve I was dancing about the kitchen Michael was on a zoom a work zoom on New Year's Eve and I hadn't even had a drink yet I was giving it Dixie in the kitchen with the kids loving the tunes and but you picked up that my message and then that was one of the shout outs that I got the boys were very excited yeah what's your take on that or how have you seen it evolve do you think it's good or bad yeah, it's positive. It's definitely not a bad thing, uh, and it's it's evolved like so quickly. I was one of the last to the party, if you like, in terms of social media. Okay. I think I joined Facebook in, in two thousand and eight or nine. Um, I remember coming out of the studio one one day, uh, and I walked around to the car park with Kate Conway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and Kate said, "What about Instagram? Have you been on Instagram?" And I was like, "What's Instagram?" And <laughs> said Abe you need to get on Instagram so a couple of months later uh, yeah I, I, I did yeah um, and it's only I guess it's only in the past couple of years I've kind of built a bit of momentum mm-hmm. in, uh, in social media but yeah it makes the world so small you've got people interacting from all over listening yeah. like you were New Year's Eve you know and, and yeah. it's it's lovely to to know there's people all over listening in and and, and contacting and saying play or admit you bits and pieces it takes me back to when I was living in Belfast and going to the elbow oh sorry yeah. there's something again that's okay um and yeah so social media it's obviously paramount yeah um it uh it also is how do you find it with your kids what do you uh, yeah well it can be challenging of course it comes with its challenges whenever you have kids um but we yeah. just have to you know educate them as best as we can yeah. and let them know that um the girls are on facebook and instagram the boys not yet no but that day is going to come pretty soon i would say so the girls are the older t- the older two are the girls and then yeah. the younger boys yeah that's yeah, everything was pink and Barbies and and uh, Colleen was in her element, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and then two thousand and nine, I got boy son. Oh, and then, and then so they're it, quite close together. The two at the top yeah. and two at the bottom are quite. Yeah. Even was three months old when we found out that Daniel was on the way. So 
that was a bit of a but but uh, it's nice well i'd say surely by the fourth you're like they raise themselves no <laughs> you know what yeah actually yeah if i'm being brutally honest i know daniel's great you know he really is and don't get me wrong the fight the bit out when they want but Stephen and Daniel are great company for each other, especially now because they're not allowed out as much, uh, you know, and, and they're not allowed to see their friends. So they're, they're great company for each other. Yeah, I do find the same with my boys now that they are um, the younger one because there's such a gap between him um, and the, the big two. He's definitely a bit of a bit left out. But where and the other two, when one doesn't want to play football, another does. Like that's a whole argument in itself. Yeah. But um great and then in terms of the this the fear if, if i always like to ask people about fear because um i would mentor creative students or people who if they're called students but they're often people who are in a job thinking about pursuing a career in um well some are painters some are and um, one of the girls at the minute is a resin artist and um, mm. other people are like in uh well they wouldn't necessarily class films as djs but they uh, make music they're writers um fear is one of the things that can hold people back in that space do you have any take on how you deal with fear whether that's fear of fatherhood you're going to step into fatherhood or different or, or business or in the creative uh, space do you have any advice on that fear like given the the profession that i'm in and i haven't talked about this a lot i i have more recently but um, growing up, coming in th up through primary school, secondary school, I always had a stammer. And, and so doing the job that I, I'm doing now was the furthest job from my mind. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I went to speech therapy and learned to control. Um, so the first time I lifted a microphone in a, in a club, or especially doing that first overnight show on the radio, I, I, I never experienced fear like it in my life. I knew what to do, how to control it, but yeah. it was, it was what if it happened? And that was, I couldn't get that fear, you know, out of my head. And, and I, I, Ali, I had to throw myself into it. I had to do it. I had to try. Yeah. And thankfully it did because the more I did it, the more comfortable I, I became. Um, and, more recently, over the years, off the back of being on radio, I've done uh, a little bit of TV, more social media, I guess, through the radio station with, with promotional videos and promoting companies. Um, and some people had said, would you ever fancy a career in TV? And I've always yeah. said no. You know, radio is my thing. I love radio. I love being in that studio <laughs> on my own. Um, that's, I love, you know, music, but TV, no, no, no. And, and then some people said, well, you know, you, you, you could be good at it. And it, I think it's something you, you should try. So actually about just before Christmas, I got a phone call from a guy called Liam Cray from Redbox Media. Okay. And Liam had, um, he said he had in interviewed me about four years ago. Um, after an award ceremony and, and I did a piece to the camera and he said he, he never forgot me. Uh -huh. So he rang me before Christmas and said, hey, I'm, we're doing a, an online show 
and this is something actually I want to talk to you about as well as, as it happens but this show it's it's based in Belfast it's all about about local artists okay and I would like you to host it we're, we're, we'll have inserts we'll have Adrian Logan um interviewing sports stars like Jonathan Ray and Shane Laurie and people like that but we, we would love you to be the host of and, and it's kind of like a, a TFI variety concept okay. where, where you're all over the building interviewing chatting to different people we've had musicians we're actually in the middle of it now we've had artists we've had magicians uh, a guy called um Keelan McBride was amazing okay uh, and so that's the concept of that and I'm doing it and I'm that's right because you maybe replied one of the emails to say you were filming weren't you that was that was yeah yeah we're bang in the middle of it at Brilliant. the minute um but so what I'm saying is push yourself take yourself yeah. out of your comfort zone because you don't know where it's what doors are open I would I would definitely agree with that and it's amazing how what happened to me this week with one of my oh some one of my new mentoring students said to me oh um four years ago I heard you talk in Armagh at uh, a creative like it was um one of the, the techs held this opening so it was myself and Shane Todd and um all different people speaking at it and yep. I did a presentation and I remember like I was wearing a top and the sweat was dripping off me. And I remember thinking I could just not go. It was like a really bad day. And I thought I could just, but um, how amazing that four years later, she said to me, oh, I've introduced all my students to you and now she the mentoring. So if uh, I hadn't done that. You know what I mean? So always pursue, you know, and, and if you're comfortable, that is, I had to kind of push myself, take myself out of that comfort zone once again. But like, that's one piece of, advice that I've always been given from mom and dad yeah you know is just push yourself brilliant um and are you reading I'll not keep you too much on because I know that you're in the middle of um schooling too I always like to ask people are you reading anything at the minute yes and no um okay. Colin bought me a book for Christmas um and it's Richard Osmond the oh, Thursday Thursday, Thursday Murder, Murder Club, Club. I started it. My Michael loved it. He read it um, start to finish, like in a weekend. Um, I have started it, but I'm also reading Michelle Obama's, so I'm kind of in between the two. Right, okay. Well, Are you finding I, it? It's funny. I've only read a couple of, of okay. chapters of it, yeah. but And it's going to be turned into a movie. I think um, Steven Spielberg has right. bought the rights. Didn't know and that. he's going to turn it into a movie, so it's, it'll be good. Um, Barack Obama, the memoirs. Um, it just to listen to his voice mm -hmm. dictating it and reading it on the on the podcast is the audio books is it and yes because the um, she I, I find it and anybody who's listening will be thinking Ali has read that book for the last four weeks and um, uh -huh. I I find Michelle's quite slow but now she's met him and I can hear him when I'm reading the the words that he has said to her on a date night or something like uh -huh. I can hear his voice yeah. you have a very distinctive voice too as I'm sure people say to you yeah yeah people do to comment and it's it's a much more um deeper and whatever on a Sunday morning after Saturday <laughs> on the radio but, yeah and, um, just slightly off paste um we Michael and I were talking as well about um like relationships and how like this has been lockdown because it's called mm -hmm. the hindsight series the lockdown has been um 
so sorry yes you can but you also need to be elijah i can hear you through you're screaming thank you i'll cut that out the joys yeah but i said no Fortnite on his break but he could have facebook but it could could you uh -huh. hear him no <laughs> no i couldn't no screaming at the mm -hmm. friends and the headset um anyway the beauty of editing how michael and i were discussing about how relationships um it's been it was really hard going the first lockdown anyway when michael was working from home i thought my whole career was going to go down the tubes because i thought who wants art who wants anything um to do with me how am i going to do this and the kids yeah. we find it quite hard going at the start it feels this time around because he's in work every day um and i guess you can go get a coffee remember whenever everything was totally closed uh -huh. you can have these little breaks how have you and colleen found if you're happy to share that uh like in terms like are you closer as a family you put up a very cute story the other day of, and it, it made me laugh because michael and i always find the same our kids never sit with us now really to watch uh -huh. and they're quite young it's only the youngest one really never. so they were watching a movie together how did you find the relationships for you two and for the family the boys spend a lot of time with us, uh, you know, naturally they're younger, but the girls are like, they, we all have our own space here at home, yeah. which is nice because it's been tough and you do need to retreat. Um, but we never see the girls, to be honest with you. Katie's in a bedroom, working yeah. hard, studying. She, she's um, a level year for, for her. So she's working oh, hard. Yeah. Molly's 15, GCSEs. So, um, so that's okay but they'll come down maybe to make a cup of tea or yeah. get their dinner and then they disappear again like I, i'll go and this sounds maybe wrong i'll go with two days without seeing molly you know what i mean um but that's so whenever this child that's called low maintenance she's, well, she's good and that's a second child too she'll be happy to know that yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually they're, they're all very very good i must say but whenever they, they do decide to come down and spend a bit of time like we were watching um what were we watching death and paradise i think it was they love okay. death and paradise i don't know whether you watched it or not it, no there's a new series of it oh ali it's brilliant okay it's brilliant if you love the thursday murder club book you'll love death and paradise watch it all but, is it sky, BBC? sky oh bbc right okay i didn't watch it player yeah it's, it's about episode three into the new season so um it's on thursday nights on uh tonight but yeah whenever they wait so whenever they come down and spend time with us and, and there's that's very rare there would be six of us in one room but yeah. it's like and that's why I, I felt compelled to take a very <laughs> subtle well what's subtle actually I, I tried to do it subtly and then they were like daddy what are you doing with your phone yeah so I just put it out there then you know what I mean but um no lockdown has been difficult yes to answer your your initial question we have spent much more time together um and not only that we've appreciated it i've i've always worked on sociable hours weekends late nights and from march the 19th overnight it just stopped yeah and this new year's eve actually um, as an, ex an example i spent the first new year's eve with colleen ever oh really yeah because of the so, nature of your work yeah uh-huh uh -huh. and it was great we, we did a groovy train we, yeah. we we put on the wigs dressed up and so i've really appreciated 
spend in time with the family. Um, and I don't know if I'm ever, go- I don't know if it's ever going to be the same for me, whether I'll go back to working those on sociable hours again. Yeah. And also you do realise how it's fleeting, isn't it? There's something about the kids all being under the one roof and you know where everybody is. Yeah. And everyone's accounted for. Yeah. Yeah. And But you have to also make an effort, you know, and we have quirky wee nights mm-hmm. you know, over the weekends and, and, and we'll do, we'll have games night or we'll have, um, we, had, we had a pub crawl two weeks ago. So Superb. we went to Sesay Street South um uh-huh. i cook steaks then we came into this room which we called the kitty bell spent a couple of hours in, in here um then we went across to the other room uh which was the the karaoke bar where we we're there at five in the morning oh, and, and so things bad. like that just just quirky wee things like that because, because sometimes you have to make an effort yeah last night we did monopoly and um, Fortnite monopoly of course but uh, i was mentoring and i had to get offside and then tomorrow we're keeping we have the gazebo up for whenever you could actually have people remember yeah. there yeah. Um, so we have the roof of it we in our new house we have a double garage we never had that before so the roof is up and everything's under it but um one of our boys is cubs and they're having a virtual bonfire tomorrow night oh, so you're right. allowed to light your week so we're doing fire pits and marshmallows but yeah you do Brilliant. have to actually make an effort Brilliant. that's a good idea very good idea, actually, you know. Until someone roasts their face off, you know, and the dog yeah, jumps over no. the fire pit. <laughs> but, um, well, thank you. Is there anything else um, you would like to share that you're doing at the minute? When's that coming out, what you're filming? or? Um... So, yeah, it's going to be, um, we reckon, not uh, the next couple of weeks, okay. actually. It's called Outside the Box. Uh, it's something that hopefully will run and run and run and would love to get you on. Oh, yeah. me on? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Superb. Yeah. I, I have interviewed artists. Um, um, we have Carrie Quinn coming on from Terry yeah. Girls Corey, uh, who has the she? most amazing voice. She, she's going to oh, be singing. I thought you were meaning um, Carrie, who does Art Love. Sorry, who's that, Carrie Quinn? Carrie Quinn. Carrie yeah. Quinn. Okay. Local actress. Um, we've had Don Martin of a the most amazing blues soul guitar singer um ah. we have sports stars we have jonathan ray on you know so it, it's kind of all local based but anything in the arts isn't that another lovely part of um from you know people in butchers to green grocers to supporting local wanting to know about local <laughs> um my profile has grown and, and and granted i was doing that many blooming free tutorials and youtube and i was certainly trying but um it definitely feels there's there's an investment in us wanting because you're here we're not going anywhere yeah. we can't yeah. so it's lovely right. it's quite a nice part of lockdown yeah and, and and it's a show that that'll showcase um northern ireland to the yeah. world you know as well what we do and, and and the amazing talent that we have here in northern ireland yeah. not just game of so, thrones which is nice no That's good. Not, not just game. i've never seen it uh neither have i i'm i no i did i did try because our friends in the states like absolutely love it and um, so i did try but i just found it was painful but i appreciate i think it's great like uh-huh. effort it's just uh-huh. not me everyone's different i was uh, I'll, I'll i'll give you a laugh i was an extra and extras and i rang me and i said will you do you fancy being on 
Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I did. I was in thing season two, three, and four, and again, I've never watched it. But Colleen and I were sat one night at home, and my phone, Ali, started going mad. Ding, 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 ding. Because people seen me and started sending me the screenshot of my face on the TV. That's and I, I've always said I must watch it, but it, it's not really my thing. No, I'm the same. And also my, um, a couple of years ago now, the third season of The Fall, one of their set um, producers got my, bought loads of, load, load of my paintings. So they were in the hospital wards. Um, oh, very good. And similar thing. I don't watch it. I'm too scared to watch it. I just think, don't ruin Belfast for me. I can't be scared going down mm -hmm. any alley. But um, that I definitely scrolled right across just to find my art to see what people were talking yeah. about and then yeah. I, there you uh, go jamie close to it it was exciting for a moment anyway <laughs> Get Brilliant. In. well thank you for your time and how can people find you then if you tell us when the radio they can find you and then also on your social yeah q radio um i'm dead easy to find abe i-b-e i'm usually the first one comes up because there's not yeah. too many here in, in northern ireland so um yeah brilliant and Abe's essay on, um, it's all one word, isn't it? On Instagram. Insta Abe dot, I think there's a dot in there as dot. well. Well, well thank you. Um, I no, really thank it. you for asking me to come on. It's great. And um, hopefully we'll be able to catch up face to face yes. when this is all over. And Colleen and I could do, I can even remember, it's arms up and to the side to start of yeah. it. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. I look forward to connecting then, that's brilliant. Yeah. No, I'm well, so embarrassed well. because it really was. It was, uh, it was an exciting time for 17 as well, weren't even like yeah. 14. Yeah. Um, on that note, uh, thank you everybody for watching and for um, listening. And I will see you on the other side. There's a little blurb after this that you can find out more about the mentoring, about the different um, interviews that I have. And I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening today. Um, if you would love me to be your mentor, then you can get in touch. You can actually see it on my website, alihart.com. I love mentoring people. It has helped me to grow as a business and as a professional. And it has been a beautiful journey to be able to impart wisdom off the podcast and to really dig deep into individuals uh, experience and creativity to help them flourish so you can get in touch by the website alleyheart.com you can also see all my tutorials on there if you'd like a little bit of headspace i've got free ones on there and um, my youtube channel but thanks for taking the time to listen and engage with my content and i'd love you to subscribe to the podcast so that you get all my other interviews and my little nuggets of help <laughs>